welcome to episode 11 of notion wave podcast and in this one we are going to talk about the survivorship bias exclusion of an important entity from a specific data set is the precursor to untrue interpretations This statement induces a thought inside of me, a thought for the concept of survivorship bias, a bias that limits our critical thinking and pushes us towards illogical interpretation. What is survivorship bias you ask? Survivorship bias or survival bias is the phenomenon in which untrue or false conclusions are drawn because of the exclusion of an entity from a specific list or a group of similar entities because the excluded entity failed to survive in the long run and hence was not included in the said list or a group thereby resulting in an illogical interpretation of the data set. Did you catch that or did I go too fast to detect? <laughs> Let's just understand it with the help of an example. We often hear that classical music is way better than today's music. This generalization might be because only the best music from older times is played today, while today's music, no matter how good or bad it may be, is readily available. This results in a comparison to be made between the songs from the past and poor, mediocre and best songs from today's time. Thus, survivorship bias of better music from an older era results in a false conclusion which causes a generalization that older music is better than today's music as only the best music of the past which has passed the test of time is available for such a comparison. Another example comes from the actual study in the military during the time of World War II when American aircrafts were receiving heavy damage on several parts. The military analyzed all the aircrafts which successfully came back from their missions and identified such parts which received the most damage during a mission. They concluded that putting armor around these parts is the logical thing to do as they are the parts that receive the maximum damage. The survivorship bias kicked in here as the military excluded from their analysis those aircrafts which did not return from their missions. Statistician Abraham Wald from the Statistical Research Group at Columbia University undertook this research. He also factored in the crafts which did not survive their missions. After a careful analysis of the situation, he concluded that such areas of the aircrafts which took little to no damage were the ones that needed reinforcement in the form of an armor. The logic behind this was that those areas which received the most damage could withstand it and function properly, but when the bombardment happened at those areas which received little to no damage, the crafts did not survive. So, The most important area which needed armored protection was the one that showed little or no sign of damage in the first place as that area was the one that was responsible for the overall functioning of the aircraft. This shows how survivorship bias can be the root cause for faulty judgment. It's not that ignorance sets up a trap for such a bias, but it's the common thinking pattern that limits our criticality and makes us to jump onto illogical conclusions which seem to be logical. Okay, So we know what survivorship bias is but why should we care well we need to we must survivorship bias is among such selection biases which manifest themselves many times in our day to day lives does anybody remember those toothpaste commercials that claimed 9 out of 10 dentists recommend dash it presents an idea of the brand being superior to its competitors but is this the logical interpretation of the statement think about it Are we told how many brands participated in such a comparative study? Are we told what was the sample size in terms of the dentists who participated in the study? Do we know if there was another brand which was recommended by the dentists as well? Could there be a brand which could have been recommended by 10 out of 10 dentists? 
At any point, do we ask, are there some certain circumstances under which the dentists recommend this particular brand? Without asking any of these questions, our minds instantly jump to the conclusion that establishes the superiority of the brand. This is what marketing campaigns can do, by just telling you enough so as to create a mental outline of an image that they want you to see. Let's take another example from the restaurant industry. If you look closely, the reviews from the restaurants are always skewed in either of the two directions. One being the awful service that you received which deserves one or maybe two stars, the other one being the best-in-class service that deserves no less than five stars. Generally, people only give reviews in one of the two situations, when they have an awful time or when they truly receive a five-star service. This excludes such customers from the review pool who had about an average experience with the restaurant service and opted not to share a review. Hence, the exclusion of an entity from a data set that results in an interpretation that may not represent the data in its truest form. Another example, which kind of makes me nervous nowadays, is the success paradox. While thinking about successful people, how many times do we think about such individuals who had the exact amount of talent, worked nearly as hard and even harder than the others, and devoted their every last second to an idea but still ended up unsuccessful? We see the top 1% of them in the interviews where they explain how working relentlessly for their dreams and by never giving up, they finally achieved success. We interpret that maybe this is the formula for success. If we work non-stop and if we never give up, we can achieve the same amount of success as they have. But do we think about such people who did the exact same things and still remained unsuccessful? Their exclusion from our analysis compels us to jump on an interpretation that may neither be entirely truthful nor logical. We need to understand just how easily we are played by such psychological traps. Mere awareness of such things may go some distance, but if we truly plan to go a long way, we need to develop some serious critical thinking abilities. How do we do that? Let's not start being overly skeptical about everything in life. That is one sure way to make yourself insane. But let's just train ourselves to ask questions every once in a while rather than blatantly accepting the claims as they are thrown our way. Do that and then maybe we can have our shields up to protect our starship enterprise. And remember, one survived but countless others perished. Without including this in our analysis, we put a brick wall in front of our critical thinking ability. This is what survivorship bias does and that is exactly why we must care about it. Thank you for listening to this episode of Notion Wave Podcast. Check out other episodes from the library. You can find the Notion Wave Podcast on Spotify, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, Apple iTunes, Stitcher, Radio Public and YouTube.